Hey, you guys, listen, you might think I spend all day talking about Real Housewives and pop culture, but let me tell you, there's something else I love as much true crime. Yeah, that's right. I am obsessed with true crime. Now, listen, I just started listening to a new true crime miniseries from Wondery and Campside Media that I'm completely, completely obsessed with. It's called Suspect. Listen, I know you want to know what it's about, right? It starts in October 2008. The residents of a Redmond apartment complex were throwing a big Halloween party. There were so many people in costumes. They were mingling, drinking, dancing. I know, I know. You're saying to yourself, this sounds like an episode of The Real Housewives. But after the party started to quiet down, one of them was murdered in her home. Okay, the police spent weeks piercing together the night with hazy recollections, spotty DNA evidence, and dozens of party photos. Eventually, they had a suspect. His story kept changing. His DNA was at the crime scene. So when he finally came in for questioning, the detectives felt like they were about to get a confession. But that didn't happen. Does that ever happen? And so the police decided to focus their attention on another man a man with a criminal record whose DNA was also found at the crime scene. And he just so happened to be the only black man at the party. Suspect starts out as a compelling whodunit and then becomes a story about cutting edge forensic science and mislaid justice. It's about race and policing and ultimately the kinds of weighty decisions that cops and prosecutors make every day. Decisions that once made change lives forever and are almost impossible to reverse. Listen, don't take my word for it. I'm about to play you a brief preview of Suspect. While you're listening, make sure to follow Suspect on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can binge all nine episodes ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Once you guys listen to this and check out Suspect, drop me a DM. Are you as obsessed by this miniseries as I am? Are you as obsessed by true crime as I am? If so, what are you waiting for? This is pure pleasure. Check it out, guys. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Campsite Media. At the time of the Halloween party in 2008, Jay was in his 30s, a successful programmer. He lived in the Seattle area, but he kept in touch with a lot of friends back home, including Dr. Janaga whose daughter had moved down the road from Jay to an apartment complex in Redmond. Very beautiful girl and uh, very brainy. And above all, she's very caring. I noticed that you speak about her in the present tense. Yes. Yeah. Three days after the costume party at the Valley View, Jay woke up, walked downstairs, checked his phone. He saw a bunch of missed calls from Arpana's dad. 
He called Dr. Janaga back immediately, and he could hear his friend was in a bad place. There was no sign of Arpana. She wasn't answering her phone. Her friends, Shri and Lalitha, couldn't get in touch with her either. Jay hung up and tried Arpana himself. Nothing. I called him back and saying that it's going to Iceman. And uh, what do you want me to do? Um, and he said, can you go and check on her? Jay had been to Arpana's place once before, but all he remembered was that you had to walk up a set of stairs to the top floor. To be honest, I don't even know that unit number. So that's why I took the steps. Then I was knocking on the wrong door. I knocked for almost like 30, 40 seconds. No one was there. Then I waited. Then I again knocked. No one was replied. That's where I saw the gentleman. I don't even know who he is. The guy Jay saw coming towards him was in his mid-20s with a goatee and sideburns, average build and height. It was Cameron Johnson, Arpana's next-door neighbor. And I asked him, do you know this girl? He said, yeah, I know. So I asked him, like, where she lives. By then, me and Cameron, we both were standing just in front of that apartment. Jay pushed gently on the door and a bolt fell off. Someone seemed to have bashed it in. The lock was broken, and there were splinters all around the jam. Then I turned to Cameron and I asked, like, hey, looks like somebody broke her apartment. What the hell is going on, right? So can you come and help me out? And he said, okay. Then we both went inside the apartment. I was yelling at her, basically. Jay was yelling, calling for Arpana, but no one was answering. The two men crossed the threshold of the apartment, Jay noticed Arpana's motorcycle helmet was on the counter, which to him at least was notable. She wouldn't have ridden her bike anywhere without a helmet. She was too careful for that. So he speculated that either her bike, which had not been in the parking lot, was in the shop, or Arpana was still in the apartment. He headed down a short hallway towards the bedroom. That's when he saw a figure lying on the floor next to the bed. I've spent the past two years talking to everyone involved in the investigation into the murder of Arpana Janaga, the cops. There's somebody lying to conceal something that they didn't want to tell us. The lawyers. We get the police's version of events, and then we usually get their criminal history. But if those were the only facts, everyone would be guilty. And the man ultimately charged with her murder. They say things to scare you and be like, you need to just take this deal, or we're going to give you 100 years. It's bully tactics, man. Follow Suspect on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can binge all nine episodes ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. 